Oh my goodness. Welcome to the Heart to Heart Real Business Podcast, where we talk about real business, real growth, and what it truly takes to have a business, not only that you love, but also makes a ton of money along the way. This is a place you can come to listen, share, learn, and just be yourself. I'm your host, Michelle Hartsman. Welcome to the show. Hello, Heart to Heart fam. All right, I'm really excited to dive into today's episode because I put a question box on my Instagram and one of you asked me and said, Michelle, I want to learn more about your entrepreneurship journey. And there is an episode, I think it's episode two of the podcast that came out way back when we launched the podcast about my journey, about my story, about where I started. However, we're going to take a little bit of a different approach today. We're going to talk about the whole shebang. Like, where did I start? Five and a half years later, what actually happened to get to this place? And as I was creating some notes, because I like to make sure I stay on track on these episodes, otherwise I could talk to you for hours and I know you're busy, you gotta go make money, you gotta go take care of your clients and live your life, and so do I. So we're gonna do a short synopsis of these last five and a half years. And as I'm talking, if what I'm saying is resonating with you or if you're you're in any of the things that I once went through or experienced or what I'm currently experiencing and going through, do not hesitate to reach out to me on Instagram. You know I love chatting with you and just having conversations, the heart-to-heart, real-deal conversations. You know I'm here to support you and I love you. So where did it all begin? Those of you that have been in my world for a long time, you know this, but if you're just finding me, I started my business from my mother's basement of my childhood home. Literally my bedroom, my desk was in there, my college stuff was in there, my 25-year-old version of me things were in there. I was like, it was all cramped. I was in my childhood bedroom in the basement of my mom's house because I couldn't afford rent. I could not afford rent. And so when I started my business, I was working full-time in my job. And at the time, I worked in oncology and hematology. For those of you that don't know what that is, that's cancer and blood disorders. And I worked there for about four years, climbed up the corporate ladder, um, ran my own department. I was I was very successful very quickly. I'm, I'm always one of those people that's, if you give me a job and you give me a task, I'm going to do it. And I'm going to do it really well. I've just been built that way. I've been wired that way. And I, I take those traits into my business. However, I was on happy. And my partner, my fiance at the time when I was working there, I was my year four, he started his own business. And when he started his business, I didn't know that this side of me existed, but I was jealous, like green monster, mean, jealous. And I thought, this is so funny for me to think about now because I'm somebody that works from home and I have freedom, but I also hate when people do this to me. I thought that like, since he worked for himself, he could just like do things for me. Like throughout the day, I would be like, yeah, bring me coffee at work. And like, you're not working. Like you work for yourself. You could do whatever you want. I was so disrespectful of his time and boundaries because I didn't understand what working for yourself meant. I really was so ingrained in the nine to five. You have these hours, you show up to work and like, you kind of make a life outside of that. I didn't really know what entrepreneurship was, nor did I know I wanted to be an entrepreneur until he came one. And I, until he became one. And it's something I always say to him, like us finding each other, us getting together, like we are completely different humans. Our lives are on a completely different trajectory because of finding one another. And I'll always be so grateful for that in that season of my life and him and I finding each other. And so when he became an entrepreneur, I was like, huh, you could like work for yourself. What does that look like? And I remember sitting on his bed 
he was working for himself. I was working at the um, oncology and hematology office and I was miserable, miserable. I didn't really have the nicest, I haven't used my words uh, kindly here. I didn't really have the nicest work environment and it just wasn't something I was going to do long-term. The time I was 24, 25 and I was freaking the F out because I was like, I gotta get my shit together. I like ever want to have kids. If I ever want to own a house, I've like, I've got to get this together. I can't be like Goldilocks constantly on indeed.com, constantly on monster.com looking for a new job. That's what it was. Every single day, every single week, I was sending out my resume to different companies. And I remember I was sitting on his bed and he walks in from the shower and I'm crying hysterically. And he's like, what's wrong? And I'm like, if I get another job, I'm probably just going to quit because I didn't, I didn't want to work for anyone. I didn't know what I wanted to do. I had no idea. I had none. Like the, the, the little girl version of me, like when I think about that 24, 25 year old looking at me now at 32 and what I've created, I'm like, she's shook. She like, can't even fucking believe it. And so he's like, well, why don't you create a business? And I'm like, on what? What would I talk about? What would I do? What would I even sell? And at the time in that season of my life, I was really into health, fitness, and nutrition, like uber obsessed. It's still a priority in my life now. It's just very different now than it was back then. But back then I was like obsessed and I was YouTubing and I was Googling and I knew all of these things. I just didn't have a certification. I didn't, I didn't have any education behind it to coach people and or get paid to do it. So what we did, me being the decisive as fuck person as I am, I'm somebody that, you'll learn this about me if you've been in my world for a while. If you're new here, you're going to learn this. I'm somebody that if I have an idea, I like want it done yesterday. And so when he said this to me and I was like, I could do this. Like, I'm obsessed with this. I love talking about this. I love teaching this. All I have to do is get a certification and then I'll figure out the business stuff later. So here I go down the Google rabbit hole. I found a certification that <laughs> I giggle now because it makes so much sense. I um, had seen certifications that you could get with nutrition and fitness and like they would take you like six months. That was like the standard timeline. I'm like, well, no, I want to quit my job now and I want to create my own business now. So how can I do this as soon as possible? I literally found like a mini university. It was called Body Design University. I, I think that they're still active. They were amazing. And Khan at the time had a health and fitness business. So I was like, perfect. You could do this with me. What's another certification? Let's go. So they were based out in Atlanta, Georgia. And it was a two-week intensive that you go, you get your certification, you come back home, and then you can start your business. And I was like, oh my God, Gene, yes. So we went out there. I took money from my savings that I did not have. Like it was like money that was like, hopefully I was going to get an apartment. And then when I spent that $1,200, I definitely wasn't going to be able to get an apartment. So I was going to be in my mom's house longer. I did it anyway. We flew out to Georgia, got the certification, came home, and I was like, I'm going to start a business. So what I did first was I actually started my business in person because I personally wanted in-person experience. It's also what I had seen and known. That's how Khan started his business. So it was like, that's what I thought I had to do, right? I thought if I was getting into the fitness, nutrition um, realm, I'm going to start with clients in person. And fortunately, I had already been pretty known in the gym that I worked out at. And a lot of people wanted to work with me. I had built a name just by building relationships, which if you haven't gathered now in your business, building relationships with people, whether they're that's in person or online is huge and will literally always grow your bank account. Huge people fucking matter. Excuse my language today. I am feisty, but people matter. So treat them like humans because your bank account will grow. 
So I had taken on clients pretty quickly in my in-person business, but what that looked like, I was still at my nine to five and I was working with clients from four to nine after, well, I was working at the doctor's office, I should specify eight to four. And then I was working with in-person clients from five to nine every single day, Monday through Friday. And then I was taking on clients Saturday mornings. I was hustling. Literally, I felt like I lived in my car. I was barely home at my mom's house. I was in scrubs during the day, workout clothes during the night. And I was getting up at four in the morning to get my own workouts in. It was, for the lack of a better word, the hustle. I hustled and I made really good money. I built a book of clients. I wasn't able to like rock out and I wasn't able to get my first apartment yet, but I was doing really well and I was really proud of that business. However, it was like, okay, how long can I like have like these two almost full-time jobs and like what's the end goal here? Hey there, Heart to Heart family. If you're enjoying the show, make sure you subscribe to the podcast and also head on over to hearttoheart.co, spelled just like the podcast, if you're ready to build and have a sustainable, scalable business that mixes the strategy, mindset, and energetic practices necessary to get you there. That's where the magic happens. Okay, now back to the show. So one day... I was driving to one of my clients' houses because she didn't come to my gym. I trained her in her home. I had a whole mishmash of things happening, but I had a car and that was, that's what was important because it got me to point A to point B to make some money. So I'm driving to my client's house and I have a podcast on and it was Amanda Bucci's podcast. And this is going back five and a half years ago now. And I'm listening to her and I, I just followed her because I was in the fitness realm and I, I loved what she was doing with her YouTube, et cetera. I was obsessed. She had said, I I hired a business coach and here's what happened to my business. I made thousands of dollars. I changed my offers. I brought my business online, et cetera. And I was like sitting in the parking lot of Dunkin' Donuts. And I was like, holy crap, I'm going to bring my business online. And I had no idea what that meant. But of course she linked her business coach on the podcast. I started following him. I applied for his program. I didn't know what I was doing. I was sitting in that parking lot terrified, but I was like, okay, if I'm really going to grow this thing, I'm going to do it online and I'll still have my in-person clients, but why not go online? Like everyone else around me that I'm following on social media is doing this. Why can't I reach and impact people all over the world? So I applied and that week I told Khan, I applied for this program to coach me and bring my business online. I have no idea what it costs. I have no idea of anything. He's like, all right, I support you. We were both still living at home at the time, so it kind of worked. We'd never end, and I didn't have much to lose, and I understand that privilege of I was going to have a roof over my head because my mom was not going to kick me out. I love you, mom. Love you. She's the reason I'm here today. And so I got on that sales call, paid $5,000 for that program, and that same day, I gave my two weeks notice at my full-time job. And that goes back to what I was saying earlier is I'm somebody that is just, if I have an idea, I want it yesterday. And it's a beautiful, beautiful thing about me, but it also sometimes gets me in trouble. And so I quit my job. I gave my two weeks. They were not happy. I still had my in-person clients. Then I started building my business online. And what had happened to give you full transparency, I grew very quickly and I'm so grateful for this. And there's many reasons why that happens. And that's because I showed up. I remember in that first program, like I didn't know, I think I talked about this in a podcast episode not too long ago. 
I didn't know about mindset stuff. Like I didn't know that I could fail when I started. Like I just like believed it would work. Like I spent $5,000, I had a business coach and I was doing what they told me and it was working. And so like, I didn't know I could fuck it up. I didn't know my mind could get in my way. I didn't know I wouldn't or couldn't um, have the, or wow, words are hard right now. I didn't know that there was a possibility that it wouldn't work. That wasn't something that was ever in my mind in year one. That just like wasn't a thought. And maybe it sounds naive, but I think it's something that more of us should adapt in year two, three, four, five, six, ten, etc. Adapting, like just going and believing and trusting this won't fail. But I think so often we operate from what if it doesn't work out? We're planning worst case scenario. We're planning to fail. We're prepping for the parachute to catch us at the end instead of just like blindly, literally going for it and trusting that you'll fall and you'll end up on a, on a trampoline and you'll be okay and you'll be safe and it'll work out. So in that year though, I hired that coach and I will always give a testament because my business did grow. However, I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I got so many no's. My first sales call, first of all, I wanted to pee and poop my pants. I was so nervous. I remember sitting in my bedroom, in my mom's house, at my desk, like terrified, terrified to do the sales call. And I was following the script verbatim, which now I like giggle about because the things I was saying are so not things I would ever actually say to people, but it worked. It did work. So I was on this sales call and the first sales call I had, the girl's like so excited. She's so resonant. Yes, I'm in. I'll pay you tomorrow. I didn't know. I didn't know. I didn't know what was going to happen. You already know what happened. The next day she ghosts me. Can't get in touch with her. She's not answering me. She obviously doesn't pay. I literally drove to Khan's job crying because I didn't know what to do. I was like, holy shit, this sucks. Like what? People could do this? And that was like my first taste of like after that first sales call, that was my first taste of like, oh, this isn't going to be so easy. It's, gonna be, it's not going to be, it's not as easy as just showing up on social. There was going to be some no's and it was okay. It was okay that I got that no, because of course I got a lot of yeses. And in that first year of my business, I just had one-to-one coaching. That's all I did. I had so many clients and I'm so grateful for them. They were the start of this empire. So grateful. However, it wasn't scalable and I was getting really tired and really exhausted. And I like I, I worked weekends. I worked every day. I was working nonstop. Anytime I went to the gym, it was like video my workouts. It was take selfies. It was a whole thing. But I did make six figures that first year. I was very successful that first year of business. And I was like, holy shit, I was making more money than I ever had imagined in my entire life. Mind you, at my nine to five, I was making $50,000. And at the time, for me, that was a lot of money. So me making six figures was like, holy cannoli. Um, within the first three months of my business, I was able to go get my mom, my own apartment and move out of my mom's house. It was rocking. Now year two, I started branching out into group programs. And I quickly found myself in that launch to launch cycle, which at first I didn't hate. Um, and it's not that I hate it now. It's just not the way in which I want to run my business. And I just don't want my business to be dependent on a launch because year two, I had my one-to-one coaching, which was funding the business. Yes. High ticket coaching was funding my business. And I said, okay, I want to diversify. I want to do some group programs. And it very much was like, sell one-to-one launch a program, sell one-to-one launch program, sell one-to-one launch program. And that made me six figures. Plus again, I made a little bit more than a year before as a health and wellness professional. All throughout this year, what had happened was 
I had hired other business coaches. I'd been in other programs. It was, I've never not, and I will be transparent about this. I'm not saying this is what you have to do. For me, I've never not had a coach. Um, and I do think personally for me, that's been a testament of my success. Um, I'm not somebody that likes to sit still. I don't like to be complacent. I like to be challenged. I like to move. Um, and so that's really a big reason why I am here today. So throughout year two, I had coaches and every coach taught me the same model, launch, sell, launch, sell. And again, it made me six figures. What happened throughout that time though, was I had so many people, especially in the programs I had joined, like the group programs or the masterminds I was in. So many people inside of those were like, Hey, can I hire you? Can you help me inside of my business? And what's so interesting as I say that out loud to you is my like people, my first clients that ever became my clients saw my gifts as a business coach and the way in which I was running my business to be that they wanted to learn that from me before I even saw that. And so for me, I do have a business background. I have a money background and it just made sense. Like when people were coming to me and they were like, Hey, can you teach me? Like, how have you made six figures as a health and fitness coach two years in a row? How are you making 10 K months, 15 K months, 20 K months? Like how the flipping heck and Bob are you doing it? How are you doing it? Teach me, teach me. And I remember saying to Con, like, I'm on to something here. Like, I'm really on to something here. So year three, I switched to business coaching. Like, uh, in year two, I did take some private business clients, like behind the scenes, anyone that had reached out to me, I just wasn't promoting it. And I did try for a little bit in that year two to um, market both of them, but I really just stuck with the health and wellness at that realm. And then I had some private business clients behind the scenes. And I was getting them epic results. And I was like, okay, I'm pretty good at this. And I know a lot about business. I know a lot about marketing. I know a lot about money. Like, I'm going to go all in. So I went all into business coaching in year three. And I hit multiple six figures. Very quickly. I want to just share with you what happened, though. While I did that, I also hit massive burnout. I was still running my business launch to launch. And I realized I don't feel safe. Even though I'm making money, I was panicking nonstop. So much so that you know that feeling, some of you might resonate resonate with this. When a client comes in and they're on a payment plan and you look and you're like, oh, the payment plan's ending next month. Oh my God, oh my God, oh my God. I'm not gonna make any more money. What's going on? Like, what if no one else comes in? What if no one wants to pay my new rate? What if, what if like, this is the last money I'm ever gonna make? That was me every day. Every day. I was obsessed with money. I was worrying all the time. I remember fighting with Khan constantly because I was so in my head. I was hard to be around because I was so obsessed and nervous about the business potentially falling apart because I was so afraid of like, I've made multiple six figures. I'm making money. People are coming in, but what if it stops? Because right now, if I don't show up and sell, if I don't show up and launch, if I don't create a new business, we're not making money. That was my reality. 
and I was terrified of it. And I'm not going to sugarcoat this. I had moments where I was like, fuck, can I do this for like the long term? Do I want to just live a life where like I'm glued to social media and feel like I can't not be on this thing? Otherwise I won't make money. Like maybe I should just go get a job. I'm not going to lie. I was making multiple six figures, hundreds of thousands of dollars. We made like 300 plus K that year. And like we closed the year with like 400 sales, 400 K in sales and money already coming in the following year. And I was questioning, should I get a nine to five? Because of the way in which I was running my business was not sustainable. And it wasn't going to support me in the long term because I would just have to have endless energy. Even though I'm a generator, I think I operate a lot like a projector. Um, I don't have, I'm not somebody that has endless energy. I need space. I need time off. I need, I need to like decompress a lot of the time. And so for me, while I made a lot of money and I was really proud of it, my nervous system couldn't handle the ups and downs of the income. And I personally could not handle the lack of safety, the lack of unsafeness that I felt in my core. I hated that feeling more than anything. I had to figure out what needed to change. And so for me, that leads us to years four and now four and five and a half right now. I stopped running my business launch to launch. I said, there has to be another way. Like there has to be there. There's like not only one way to run your business. Like that's not true. <laughs> like just like that doesn't happen, right? And so for me, I think I spoke about this. It was either in the last episode or the episode before this. Um, it was just the last episode. As I'm thinking this out loud, I I changed how I run my offers, and it really allows me space inside of the business to always be selling from a place of like more ease and calmness. It's not launch style. Not like, oh, I'm starting this program and if 10 people don't buy, then I won't be able to pay my rent or my mortgage, etc. No, that like I can't do it. That's literally, it's just not how we do business in my world. I'm not here for it. Your launches should not be funding your life. I'm a firm believer of like this. I'm going to say should, even though I don't love this word, but if you're somebody that craves safetyness, craves having money, building wealth, one day being able to retire from your business, your business should have thousands, if not hundreds of thousands coming into the business for months before you even start that month. Before you even start that month. Before we started 2022, we had over six figures coming in. Now we already have multiple six figures. We're only halfway through the year. If I do nothing else, we'll be we'll make more money than we did last year. If I do nothing else this year, we're in June. I'm recording this. It's like June 4th right now as I'm talking to you. That's the kind of business I want you to run. If you want a business that allows you to feel safe, and literally when I say safe, I mean nervous system on check. And your business is not dependent on, I got to create a new offer. I got to launch a thing. I have to have ideas. And I've gotta, I got to keep going. I got to keep going. I got to keep going. That doesn't have to be how you run your business. But I, what I will say for you um, and for me, just from a really transparent place, this was not something that happened overnight. I had to take the time to change my offers, to change how I was running them, to shift how I was selling, to shift where my business was dependent on certain things for income. I had to shift those things and that took a little bit of time. 
That took six months, 12 months to get to a place where I'm like, wow, if I don't launch, we'll still make money and sell. And I will never lie to you that this took and went, happened overnight. But I had to take time to figure this out and I had to get out the kinks and I had to see a lot of shit unfold. I had to burn my business model to the ground and that was terrifying. Literally the scariest thing I ever did. And I remember my mentor at the time when I was like trying to implement in more ease inside my business. She's like, Michelle, it's going to feel harder before it feels easier. And that was the truest thing. Even last summer, I had so many come apart because I was like, this feels, I'm trying to make it easier and it feels so hard because it was so different than anything I'd ever done before. And there was a new level of trust that I had to insert inside of myself and inside of my business, inside of my offers, inside of my ideas, inside of my creativity. There's a lot of moving parts, but it's been 1,011% worth it. And this is where I want to invite you. If like what you've done in your business up until this point has worked and you're like so happy, but you want it, you want things to shift and you want your income to be more free feeling and have higher levels of recurring revenue. When I say recurring revenue, I mean starting the month with money coming in, higher levels of that, higher amounts of that before you start each month so that your business doesn't feel so dependent on any one offer to fund it. Something we want to look at. Something we want to think about. And I want to, I want to invite you to do that. It's okay if you want to do things differently. It's okay. It's more than okay if you want to make more money. It's okay if you don't want your business to be reliant on high-ticket one-to-one clients. It's okay if you don't want your business to be reliant on signing mastermind clients. It's okay if you want to create and sell new offers every single month and then get people into a membership and they can buy all the things. Your business model, like there's so many different ways to create a sustainable business that supports you long term, but you've got to look at things differently. And something else I want to share, I'm just riffing now and I'm trusting that whatever's coming through is exactly what you need to hear. I completely went off the cuff and off my notes. So we're just going with it today. This is just from my heart right now. I'm not, I'm not going to edit anything. But with this, what I, what I want you to think about is where do I want to be in five years from now? 10 years from now? Are you planning to have kids? Are you planning on traveling? Are you planning on retiring your partner? Are you planning on being a nomad? You're planning on buying a home or homes. What do you desire? Think about those things that you desire. Here's the thing. More money is amazing. I'm, you guys know what I'm here for. I talk about money all the time. I have money. I have the most incredible money program. Like I, I work with women and their money and buying homes and all of these things that we're talking about. These goals, I want you to have these goals, the life that you desire. I want you to have, I want you to think about that for a moment. Because here's the thing, what we want to do with the life that you want to create is we want to create a business that's going to support that. A business that's going to support that, wow, words are hard, going to support that financially, but also going to support that in time and freedom. Because if you tell me, Michelle, I want a business that creates freedom and I want to travel the world and I want to be a nomad, chances are you don't want to be on calls all day, every day, Monday through Friday. It's probably not going to support your nomad lifestyle. And what if you don't have internet? Just saying. <laughs> like, we want to look at where you actually want to go in your business. If it's retiring your partner, okay, it looks like we probably need to really increase cash flow, really create some systems to bring in more 
revenue inside of the business so that you're not feeling any external and additional pressure when you, when and if you do retire your partner and now you still feel like you're a dual income household or hire your partner. There's so, there's so many facets to this and it, it honestly, it fascinates me so much. And these are the conversations I wish, I wish someone was having in year one, two, and three with me, but really what was happening in year one, two, and three, it was sell, launch, sell, launch. And I'm, I'm here for it. But I also am way more here for having systems inside of a business, having offers that are really scalable, um, having businesses that fund our lives, not just in the now, but 10, 15, 20, 50 years from now. I don't know about you, but one day I do want to retire. I don't want to be on TikTok and Instagram when I'm 90. I'm sure that you don't either. I want a business that can retire me. I want a business that can send my kids to college. I want a business that will change the trajectory of my life and my family's lives. And that's what I'm here for. And that's what I'm here to help you to do. And that's, I'm going on a whole tangent now, but that's what we're doing inside of Money Mastery. That's why I cannot stop shutting up about it because it is life changing. It is all the things that I wasn't taught or told or even things I didn't even think were possible in years one through three of my business. If I had known this sooner, I would, I would be tripled probably where I am today. And I want to pour that into you because what we're doing inside of Money Mastery will change your life forever will change your offers, your scalability, your income, your family's life, your goals will change. We are mastering money, mindset, energetics, and business strategy and systems and wealth building all combined in literally one flipping program and marketing because of course, literally marketing makes you money. So we, we can't leave that part out. If you want details, the link is in the show notes, but you can also DM me on Instagram. We can chat it out. But one last thing I want to leave you with, because I don't think I said this in this episode yet as I went on my whole tangent here, but this is the realest real. My entrepreneurship journey, I think as I say it in, I don't know how long have we been talking together, in 28 minutes, how I've riffed this out, it's been hard. There have been so many moments I've wanted to give up. There have been so many tears. I think I you, you just heard my voice waver a little bit. I get emotional, I think, as I say this out loud and talk, talk through this with you. It's been hard. There have been so many moments where I just said, fuck this. Can I keep doing this? Is it worth it? Is it worth it? There have been client failed payments. Clients that have blocked me on social media, gone missing. This was more so in years one and two. But all those things have happened. If they've happened to you, I need you to know that you're not alone. There have been so many no's. My gosh. Like, I wish I kept count because that'd be a good post. So many no's. There have been clients that have joined programs and then never communicated or never finished the program. And that's heartbreaking because all I want to do is see my clients win. Those, those ones hurt. There have been so many uncovering and deep mindset work and trauma relived. I want to share with you any person that's making multiple six figures, seven figures, eight figures. It's not always easy, but I think it's glamorous in this social media business world where it's like somebody made a million dollar month or 60K month or 70K month or 100K month, whatever, 20K month, 5K, whatever it is. It's all a lot of money, you guys. We have the ability. The fact that you can sit here and say, Michelle, I want to make $10,000 this month or $20,000 or $50,000 or 100000 is fucking insane, first of all. Or you say to me, I want to make seven figures. The ability, the fact that you have the ability to do that is like gratitude. Gratitude, incredible. 
But I want to share with you one last little bit of any person that's rocking it, went through some hard stuff. And if you're in it right now, you're not alone. And I want you to message me on social. Let's chat. I love you. I think I've given you all the goods of my life. (laughs) I like my brief synopsis of the last five and a half years. And if you want more, let me know on Instagram. Maybe I'll create some reels. Maybe I'll go live in my Facebook group. Maybe I'll create another episode. You let me know. I love you. I'll see you soon. You wealthy woman, you. I hope you enjoyed the show. And if you did, remember to hit subscribe to stay updated and head on over to my Instagram at Michelle Hartsman for all things business, fun, money, growth, and expansion. And I'll see you next time.